0: in the hell is going on everybody and i mean that more ways than one i mean what's going on with your life and how are you doing since the last time i talked to you but i also mean what the hell is going on with dragon ball super and cartoon network and adult swim and why in the hell are we having these problems with these episodes (sighs) i'm sorry i just needed to get that out We'll talk about that in a minute. Everyone, (laughs) welcome very much to uh, Rock the Dragon and Dragon Ball Super Podcast. Uh, My name is Tim Bridgewater. I'm your host. Uh, I hosted two other podcasts, one called Geekly Dose, another one called Republic City Report, Legend of Korra Podcast. So if you like the Legend of Korra, uh, you might want to check that out because it was a lot like this podcast. A lot more focused, though, on details and all of that kind of stuff because, well, that's a different type of show. But both of those podcasts are up on iTunes as well as as Stitcher.com. Of course, Rock the Dragon is available on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn as well as Stitcher.com. There has been an updating problem with Stitcher. I have contacted Stitcher twice about it now. They've been absolutely no help whatsoever. So (laughs) I really don't know what else to say. I mean, it kind of updates whenever it feels like it. But you still have three other options for the podcast, Google Play, iTunes, as well as TuneIn. Everything should be current there. I want to remind you guys that if you're enjoying the show, please, please, please take a brief moment out of your day to leave me a review. Head over to iTunes, leave me a review. Uh, I never mentioned Google Play in terms of reviews. I assume there's also a way to leave me a review on Google Play. I just have no idea how to do it or where you would even find those reviews. So if you're if you're someone who has left me a review on Google Play, send me a link to it. Head over to facebookcom podcast or send me an email at at gmail.com because I don't even know how to check it. I've tried. Um, I'm, an, I'm I'm very much an iPhone and Apple user, so I'm all, and I have a, an iMac, so I never really deal with Google stuff all that much other than as a search engine uh so i don't really know how to navigate that but if you're leaving reviews over there that i that you'd like me to see uh just make sure you send me a link to it because i don't want to i don't want to miss you guys but yes please 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 itunes reviews go a long way okay oh man is anyone else as fucking frustrated and angry as i am let me tell you a little story here because obviously Obviously, we didn't get a, a new episode of Dragon Ball Super last week. Uh, and some of you may be wondering why I'm even doing this episode right now. Because we didn't get an episode this week either. Have no idea why. The most frustrating thing about all of this to me is not necessarily that it's happening because I know sometimes things happen. Is the fact that it seems to be damn near impossible to find any reasons for it or any explanations or any announcements about it. Go to the Adult Swim Facebook page. There's no posts cartoon network page there's no posts the both of their websites there's nothing uh i mean it's just a pain in the ass when your show doesn't come on and 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 there's no explanation for it i mean not i mean i was at least expecting you know the facebook in the dragon ball z facebook page says nothing about it either it's like no one knows what's going on I mean, I have a theory, but I, I, I don't know. But it would be nice to at least get something from them just saying, guys, sorry, we apologize. No episode of Dragon Ball Super this week. We'll be back next week or we'll be back in two weeks or something like that. I had to make an assumption here. And if anyone knows the exact reason why this is happening, make sure you let me know. But I I just would assume that maybe they're just trying to get caught up. You know, maybe they got a little bit ahead of themselves. I assume they're still dubbing these episodes. I mean, if the Japanese episodes are in the 80s now, there's no way in hell the English (laughs) version has caught up to that yet. Uh, So they're probably still like actively dubbing these and they may need an extra week or two to polish some things up and finish them before the episodes start hitting the airwaves. Um, But if it's something like that, let us know, because, I mean, there's a fear here. And thanks to thanks to the Legend of Korra. okay, I won't get too deep into that. But if you if you watch Legend of Korra and you listen to Republic City Report, my other podcast, you remember that there was a point where Nickelodeon decided to pull the show from TV because the, the ratings weren't that great. And from that point on, they just decided to uh, put the episodes on Nick.com instead. So the remainder of the series just aired was just online. It wasn't even on TV anymore. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if that's a possibility at this point with Dragon Ball Super. Because as I mentioned in previous episodes, I mean, it's coming on late at night, once a week. No one even knows about it. So the ratings can't be that great because no one knows about it. And on top of all of that, it doesn't help that this this saga, this Battle of Gods saga is not necessarily the most interesting saga to begin with, especially if you've seen Battle of Gods, the movie. So it's probably just a handful. And when I say that, I, I assume that's in the thousands, at least of us hardcore Dragon Ball fans that are actually watching it every week. And then and then the rest of the hardcore Dragon Ball fans have been watching the Japanese version the entire time. So there's probably no reason for them to go back and rewatch these. So all of that is pretty much a recipe for disaster for the show. So I'm hoping they come out and let us know something about what's going on and what the problem is, because I would hate for them to pull it off TV or something. And then and then we have to go online and watch it. Now, with that being said, I was sitting down to record A new episode of the podcast where I was just going to talk to you guys for a minute about what you what you if you had any ideas about maybe what was going on. I was going to read a couple of emails. I wasn't even going to talk about an episode because there was no episode to talk about. But I value my listeners. So I was going to at least come on here and record something for you guys to listen to. As I was sitting down to do it and as I was getting growing, my furiousness was growing. uh, I refreshed the page. Over at AdultSwim.com, an episode 13 showed up. So if you have not seen episode 13 of Dragon Ball Super, the English dub, go to AdultSwim.com. It is there. Um, I don't know exactly why it's a week late or anything like that or why there was still not another episode this week as well but episode 13 is up so obviously you want to go and watch that before you listen to the remainder of this podcast because well i always do spoilers you already know that um <laughs> so with that being said there is an episode up so that is a breath of fresh air you know i was getting a little bit worried i'm like why are we not getting episodes all of a sudden with no explanation but this one is up so once again go to adultswim.com or one of some, maybe one of the other sites because to be honest with you um uh, I did not enjoy watching it online as is kind of a similar problem that I ran into with Legend of Korra is that the bit rate isn't isn't uh, formatted good enough for this for these uploads. And the Internet connection I have isn't the greatest so that whenever uh, a lot of action starts to happen, like a lot of fast movements, a lot of special effects when they're starting to shoot key blasts at each other, the resolution drops and all of a sudden it's pixelated for all the action scenes and i fucking hate that (laughs) so i would much rather watch it on my tv where i don't have to worry about that but i'll take it like this for now hopefully next week everything will be back to normal if not hopefully we will hear some kind of a explanation for this okay now with that being said uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about of course episode 13 of Dragon Ball Super uh, titled Goku Surpass Super Saiyan God Um, so well what does that tell you Um, that lets us know that apparently there is a level beyond Super Saiyan God or some sort of you know or they're at least alluding to some kind of other transformation or something like that so um, obviously with episode 12 we kind of left off in a um in a moment where Beerus and goku had both launched blasts at each other right so we're kind of left in this cliffhangery, cliffhangery. is that a word uh we're, we're kind of left in this cliffhanger sort of a situation where uh they're both you know they're battling and it, it kind of fades to white and we're like oh what happened what happened you know we've seen this kind of thing a million times so we're we, we know that everything's going to be all right but the question is how, how are they going to handle this how are they going to kind of get themselves out of this situation that's kind of different from what we've seen in the past and i have to say that they kind of did that successfully in my opinion uh, i don't recall seeing anything that actually turned out this way as a result of an energy wave battle and we have a situation here to where Um, the two energy waves sort of collapse on each other and sort of join into this one energy orb. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that we're, because a lot of the stuff that we're seeing here is obviously stuff that we saw before in Dragon Ball Z, okay? Okay. Uh, you know just in terms of the cliffhangers and them fighting and stopping and fighting and talking about it and realizing that someone's not using their full power and then the other person realizes they're using their full power and then they power up and then they fight and they talk all that's the same but if they keep sort of introducing these new elements like that those new things uh i like that i like the fact that those you know that that's something that's that we kind of really haven't seen before uh I mean yeah at the end of the day it kind of ends up being it kind of ends up being just another way of stalling through the episode (laughs) okay if we're going to keep it real there but at least it's done in sort of creative way that we haven't seen before so a lot of this episode is really them just kind of battling over this orb um and of course we're getting some exposition from uh Supreme Kai um Elder Kai um kind of letting us know what's going on you know because somebody has to be the one to do it um and then, as a result of of, of all of this, we do uh, actually get the shock waves. I'm coming back again, so that holds. Even though it's still not exactly clear exactly what's going on with those shock waves, what it is they're doing, <laughs> uh, they come back. So it's cool that we we kind of go back to planet to down down to earth again. Once again, Beerus and Goku are Beerus and Goku are pretty much in outer space at this point no explanation whatsoever how goku can breathe out there especially given what happens later on in the episode but we'll talk about that in a minute but yeah we kind of go back and we get to see weiss and hercule and they're just kind of um you know once again it's sort of an expository sort of thing you know he's beerus is kind of telling us exactly what's going on at this point but not only that um and i say beerus or weiss i meant to say weiss um weiss is kind of broadcasting what's what's going on through his little uh staff so now everyone's kinda watching through there. I mean that's kinda silly, but I guess it's not because if you remember back in Dragon Ball Z, uh, whenever Um the sale games and all that stuff was going on, like Baba, the little witch, uh Master Roshi's sister was kinda like using it they were using their crystal ball to watch the fight. And I mean, you know, it's kinda like that's one of those things that I'm really I'm willing to let slide because well, you know, it's one of the it's a Dragon Ball sort of a thing. Um but not only that, it looks pretty good. I mean, it, you know, we, we talk about the animation problems in some of the previous episodes here. I didn't I didn't. There was nothing too noticeable here. Uh, but then again, maybe the damn pixelation was so bad in some places due to me having to watch it online. Uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, whoever is in charge of this. Um, yeah, so maybe that was maybe that's why I didn't notice. But for the most part, it seemed like the animation was OK. Uh. But yeah, so you know, we get a couple moments here, kind of, kind of funny moments. You know, I think we've, we, we've all kind of, we all kind of know what to expect from this saga now. We know that it's never, it's never going to get too serious, and if it does, it's not going to stay that way for very long. So we get some Mr. Satan action here, the way he's kind of pleading with Whis to step in and um, make some sort of an effort to stop Beerus and Beerus is saying, hey, I can't do it. Yada, yada, yada. Mr. Satan is saying, uh, you know, he offers them like an all you can eat thing for the planet or something. And I mean, why would they need that? (laughs) At this point, can't they go wherever they feel like it and get food? I mean, you don't even need something like that. But that's just kind of the silliness of the Dragon Ball world. Once again, willing to let it slide. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, We spend pretty much half the episode or so with with Goku and Beerus kind of going back and forth with this energy orb. Uh, And it's it's exciting. You know, it's exciting to see how at this point how it's going to turn out because it's not a traditional energy wave battle. You know, they're kind of. I can't even tell exactly how they're controlling this thing. I mean, it's like it's almost like they're using some kind of telekinesis to kind of fight each other with his energy or because it's not it's not there's no direct sort of energy waves coming out of their hands um so it's just it's just a cool way to to showcase the god powers and i think i mentioned that before is that that's one thing i do appreciate about this series is that we're seeing new abilities and things shown in different ways since they both have god powers now but you know we also get a yet another big exploding blast where everything turns white and we're all standing there wondering what happened in the end <laughs> they seem to keep doing that a lot but uh it happens once again uh but we get some really cool moments man and i i, I think i mentioned this before there's something really beautiful about all of this because the skies are dark and and they know at any moment the world can end and, and i mentioned this in a previous episode that it really does remind me of a movie that i saw um Because Gohan kind of rushes over and protects uh, Videl and and everyone. And, you know, there's something really just bold about it. I remember Piccolo just kind of standing there and being like, whatever. (laughs) like It's almost like he didn't care. It's still a little bit kind of unbelievable that no one's tried to intervene at this point, even if they feel like it's useless. I mean, if you if you feel like there's literally nothing else you can possibly do, then what? And you're going to die anyway, then what do you have to lose by? you know, just going forward. But when we come out of this, you know, this white light blast thing that we have a lot in, on this show, uh, everything's clear. Everybody's fine. Everybody's surprised to be alive. Mr. Satan in, in typical traditional Mr. Satan fashion things that he thinks that he's somehow <laughs> responsible for it. He's not, uh, but it's a cool moment, and then we find out. You know, I mean, obviously, we get a little bit of we get a little bit of stuff before that. Obviously, we get some stuff from the Kais, and then we also get some stuff from Earth, and people are calling Mr. Satan to see what happened. And you know, in other words, they're kind of stalling through the episode here. But to kind of skip ahead, we we find out that Beerus neutralized the energy, uh, and just kind of got rid of it. And he says something like. Uh, Goku asked him what happened to it and he says it's not your concern so somewhere I don't know I guess another universe just got blown up (laughs) or something because of that but yeah so Beerus neutralizes the energy between the two and gets rid of it so that they can both kind of start with a clean slate I think he says to uh, just fight over and obviously we're all wondering okay how the hell did he do that how does that work Goku himself was wondering the same thing. So he asks about it and the mirror says, hey, you know, it's something that I can do. And and then most importantly, it involved him having to power up 100 percent in order to be able to do it. Um, So that that makes sense. Right. It's always nice to know that there are certain abilities that become that only become available to you when you're at your max. Because then it explains, well, why did they do that sooner? You know what I mean? Like it kind of takes those questions away. Um, but at the same time, it's still kind of annoying because (laughs) he wasn't fighting at his max the entire time. And that's something that we've seen a million times on Dragon Ball Z is to find out that halfway through the battle, somebody wasn't using their full power. Um, so I guess it's not really a surprise when you think about it like that. Meanwhile, Goku, as far as we can tell, he says he has been using his entire power the entire time. And I'll say this. There's no quicker way to uh, modernize (laughs) a show like this than two characters giving each other fist bumps, right? So we get a nice little fist bump here between Beerus and Goku, which is a little weird, but I didn't mind that as much. Uh, Beerus kind of goes in for a couple cheap shots, though, which is kind of messed up. Uh, you the God who uh, up until this episode for the most part you 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 know you kind of gave us the impression that he was really just trying to train Goku in some ways versus just being like straight up determined to kill him or beat him but he actually says a couple things in this moment you know to where you know he was talking about he didn't really want to have to power up to 100 percent to fight him because it was kind of embarrassing and he didn't want the other guys to make fun of him but then he starts on this little rant where he's saying you know what i don't care anymore you know at this point i'm willing to summon all the power it takes in order for me to beat you so it's getting a little bit more serious now i feel like the stakes are starting to increase a little bit here which is good which is something that obviously have been lacking this entire story you know it's just it's kind of just felt like they were just sparring with each other the entire time which would be fine if it wasn't for the fact that this is the first saga, so I think we want to see more. We want to be more excited about what's going on here. We want to be reminded of Dragon Ball Z in terms of uh, the stakes and the, those feelings we had in those moments where someone was about to be destroyed forever, and, and then you know the power comes out and there's a triumph. Uh, but what's cool here is that um, you know Goku's power is just kind of draining at this point. Um, or or is it rising? I don't know. They kind of meant they kind of say both during this episode. At some point, Beerus says that his power is going up the entire time, but then of course Goku uh, goes back to Super Saiyan mode. That happens, um, and he's unaware of it. But we see it, and boy, is it a glorious sight! Man, I tell you, like I, I feel like I've never I've never missed seeing regular super saiyan goku more than i've missed it this during uh the beginning of dragon ball super and i know we got to see it a little bit because when he was initially powering up he went through each stage uh but i think that was one of those episodes where the uh the animation was really shitty so it's good to just see like in this moment that battle damaged super saiyan goku the one that we were so familiar with from his battle with frieza and he just looks really awesome I mean, I mean it's really its just really like nice to see that again and the fact that the animation is actually pretty good this episode makes it that much better uh, it's just a very familiar sight it's a very comforting sight man there's nothing that makes me that puts me at more ease <laughs> than seeing just a Super Saiyan level one slightly battle damaged Goku because I'm used to seeing that so much so I really I really like that now What follows is a little bit weird, and maybe a little bit confusing, but it's also not the worst, but I'll get more into that in a minute. But, uh, you know, we do get to revisit everyone back on the ground every now and then, and they realize that in this moment, oh, wait a second, we can actually sense Goku's power again. So what does that mean? Well, just in case we're, you know, we forgot, (laughs) we have Whis there to explain it to us, Uh, you know, as previously explained, once he was a deity um, deities power levels can't be felt or sensed but now they can sense it again so they kind of have an idea of what's going on here uh, as far as that goes now what I think is funny is that we kind of get this moment in here where you know uh Whis is not exactly telling them everything they want to hear. And Piccolo gets a little bit angry at him. So we get a nice little exchange between the two of them. And Piccolo like grabs his arm and he's like, get your hand off of me. And I like that. I mean, uh, this episode has some pretty fun moments. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of just stalling in a lot of ways. But at least there are these like entertaining moments that happen. Throughout to kind of wake you up and make you feel good about it and then of course <laughs> vegeta launches a little blast at him and piccolo is like well w- what does this mean you know like um is he taking it as some sort of an indication that everything's going to be okay as if vegeta knows something well he must know something since he apparently is the only damn person who can see all the way into outer space I'm sorry, I just, I'm just i having a hard time letting that go, <laughs> because there's no way he should still be able to see what's going on. But then again, I mentioned this earlier, uh, or I sort of teased this earlier. Well, my whole theory about Goku being able to breathe in outer space because he's a god, well, that's pretty much shot to hell in this moment when he goes back to regular Super Saiyan mode, and he's still breathing in outer space. But... Um, it what's interesting here anyway is that he's still managing to land punches on Beerus, right? So we're wondering what's going on. Like, why is he able to still hit him? Beerus is wondering what's going on. He's like, wait a second, you're not in God mode anymore. Your aura disappeared. Your your red hair is gone. Goku isn't even aware of it because because he didn't actually feel a change in power. So this is what we kind of realize and learn that. Um. His body kind of retained the memories of the Super Saiyan God power. So it's almost like he doesn't need that form anymore. He can be in regular Super Saiyan mode, but still have that power. Now, this is something we kind of talked about before, because they sort of address this in Resurrection F. I think that movie, I think this is the first step in leading into him getting the blue hair to where, you know, it's like it becomes more of a traditional Saiyan look, but he has the Super Saiyan God power uh if i'm understanding this correctly and while it really does from a writing standpoint just kind of seem like an excuse to not use that super saiyan guy form anymore and it just kind of like be like well people are more familiar with the blonde haired version so let's just give him a power upgrade but keep him looking the way people prefer because if you notice he didn't go back down to super saiyan 3 mode i don't know if people were ever as crazy about the look of super saiyan 3 as they, we all were about just super saiyan 1 and 2 you know i mean that's my favorite transformation a super saiyan 1 and 2 you know this where the hair stands up like that i mean it's just when i think of goku i think of that um because it was so iconic right because when he first transformed that's what it was i mean even though when it first happened with frieza it was much bigger and didn't have as much definition and it was kind of white <laughs> at times if you go back and watch those episodes but still my favorite transformation but this isn't the first time we've heard of this you know I would have been a little bit bothered by this explanation of what happened here if it wasn't for the fact that I'm pretty sure I remember it happening somewhere else there's always kind of been this thing in the Dragon Ball world to where if you're you know if you if your body tastes a level of power uh, it may be able to revisit that level of power uh, in a much easier way than it did before um, and I think that's that's why it becomes easier to transform into Super Saiyan over time, whereas in the beginning it's more difficult. Uh, I want to say something like that happened with Frieza at some point. I don't I don't remember, but some there was someone who reached a level of power, and they were able to get back to that power much more easily the next few times because their body sort of retained the memory of it or some shit <laughs> like that. Um, so that's pretty much what we find out here, and that's pretty much how the episode ends. I mean, if we, if we find out once again, okay, now here we go. Now they're going to actually fight for real. I feel like they've been teasing that every episode, but oh, we well, let's believe once again it's going to happen here, and according to the narrator, the next episode should conclude this battle, the episode that should have aired tonight. I'm recording this Saturday night, early Sunday morning. You know, this is when this is where episode 14 should have been. So apparently episode 14 is going to be the final battle of this saga. Um, hopefully there won't be any more delays on this. I have to mention this also. The outro credits for some reason this episode completely different. <laughs> Make sure you watch the end credits. It's just completely different. It's completely different song, completely different animation. Weird, right? But Maybe then, then again, maybe it's not weird. Maybe anime does this all the time. I think I mentioned this before. I haven't watched much anime uh, outside of Dragon Ball Z. Although I did start watching One Punch Man today. So if anybody watches that, well, geez. Man, you guys should have warned me. <laughs> that shit is insane. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so that about does it for the episode talk, guys. Uh, if you would like to uh, give your opinions on this, head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast send me an email or rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com and I completely forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode because I was talking about all this other stuff and my frustrations with with the episodes not airing but um, I do have a segment called what are you saying and that's where we're going to read the emails and everything like that so I actually do have two emails or messages for this episode Um, they're from about two weeks ago because well (laughs) <laughs> we didn't get an episode last week. Um, so I'm going to read those once again. Uh, if you want to send me an email, rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash rock dragon podcast. It's getting a little bit hard for me to remember all this stuff. I'm sorry, because I got a lot of stuff going on. And actually, I want to I want to take before I get into that, I want to reiterate this uh, timber is water geek. I think some of you have been checking that out. You're probably used to me talking about it every single episode now. Uh, I in the past, I think in the past two weeks, I think I uploaded about six six videos. So if you're just someone, if you want to hear me, if you like this podcast, and you want to hear me talk about geek stuff in general, TV shows, cartoons, movies, movie trailers, ideas I may have had any of that kind of stuff, you can head over to Facebook.com slash Timbridgewatergeek. Also, YouTube.com slash Timbridgewatergeek. Six videos up. One is a welcome video, just kind of explaining everything I'll be trying to do with this new channel. One is me talking about my idea for a Power Rangers script. It's an epic 34-minute video, Um, comparing it to the Lionsgate film and everything before I saw that. I also have posted a review of the Power Rangers movie, um 46 minutes oh you see what I, you see what i go through for you guys you see do you see what i do for you and i get it you know it's kind of it's probably it's just hard to find the time in a day to sit down and watch that kind of stuff but if that interests you guys at all please take a moment to go over there and give that a watch also i did a review of the walking dead season seven finale so if you watch the walking dead and just watch the season seven finale i did a review of that you want to head over there and watch that and last but not least i talked about the spider-man homecoming trailer i broke that down you get to see footage from the trailer i take it minute by minute second by second break it down in a segment that i call trailer overdose it was something that i started doing on geekly dose i decided to bring it over to tim bridgewater geek on youtube so this is all video uh, this is all me being super creative and making things trying to entertain you guys so by all means please head over there and subscribe like those pages if we can get this stuff going, I mean, there's really no limit to what can be done here, and it's all free for you guys. So, you know, just help me out, get me, help me get in a better position to create this stuff. That would be fantastic. Okay. With that being said, <laughs> this segment of "What Are You Saying" is brought to you by Tim Bridgewater Geek. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, it kind of is because that's me. Um, okay. Anyway, so I'm going to start with a message I got from Brent uh, a couple weeks back. Um it says here, Brent, thanks again. Brent's a you know uh loyal listener, messaging me every now and then. Uh good to hear from you, Brent. It says here, I like the podcast this week. Now of course this was you know a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh I like the podcast this week. It's a bit annoying. It took this long to get some good fighting episodes though. I've been told by friends that have watched ahead in the Japanese version that the fights, storyline, etc., get a lot better after this arc. And new things introduced make a little more sense, unlike the way they brought Beerus into DBS. I do wish, though, that the fighting had the epicness that I remember as a kid. I remember back to Goku vs. Vegeta in the Saiyan saga where we got the Gallic gun vs. the Kamehameha. I feel like even though their power was small compared to God mode, you felt the immense power unlike this Beerus vs. Goku fight. Found the old, the old Ocean dub, which for this arc only, I like the original Vegeta voice actor. And then Brent actually sent a link to the Kamehameha versus Gallic Gun battle, Energy Wave battle, uh, but the Ocean Dub version. So if you don't understand what that means, go back and listen to episode zero of this podcast. I break all of this stuff down. I talk about Dragon Ball Z from season one to the very end. And I, I do mention the Ocean Dub versus the Funimation Dub and all that stuff in there. Long story short. When the show first started to air on Tsunami, there was a different group of actors that did the voices there. So this clip that Brent sent me was from that version. Brent, to uh, sort of address your, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, everything, the epicness that that we felt in Dragon Ball Z, um, I'm not gonna say it's gone because obviously it's really early in Dragon Ball Super. And I have also heard that things get a lot better after Battle of Gods is over, this whole saga here. Um, will it ever quite match up to the epicness of that energy wave battle between Goku and Vegeta in the beginning of Dragon Ball Z? Probably not. And I rewatched this clip and I have to say, I man, I missed that so much. Sometimes I sometimes I, 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 I forget how much I, I love the Ocean Dub. Um, I said this before, once again, episode zero. I love Funimation Dub. I love Sean Schimmel and um, Christopher Sabat. Don't get me wrong. They're perfect, but... The actors who were there before were actually really good, too. I mean, I mentioned this before. Uh, Brian Drummond, the actor who did Vegeta's voice in the Ocean dub. I fucking love him. I mean, I, I love that voice. You know, like it. I felt like that voice worked really, really well. Once again, I mentioned this in episode zero. I feel like that version of the voice for Vegeta worked really really well for that version of Vegeta, right? Vegeta when he first arrived is much different from the Vegeta he became later on. He was way he was really really short, he was really really skinny, he had this really big hair, he was really erratic. He was really um almost he almost threw a temper tantrum during this fight because he decided he was going to destroy the earth <laughs> if he couldn't win. You know what I mean? The kind of thing that Freezes started to become known for later on for that sort of erratic wild unstable uh immature very prince stuck up version of vegeta brian drummond's voice was perfect for that great awesome and christopher sabbath's voice is great for what he is now the much more mature version of vegeta so it's very cool very awesome to see that again and i don't know the original uh the ocean dub actor's name for uh, Goku but I loved him too I mean it was just good the music was great that's the version I saw when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z so it will always have a special place in my heart so Brent thank you for sharing that with me um, okay one more email here and this one's from Andrew thoughts on episode 12 Andrew Andrew's one of my longtime listeners he crossed over from Republic City Report and came to this podcast too can't tell you how much that means to me Andrew Uh, Thanks a lot. Says here. Hey, Tim, I haven't sent in my thoughts in a while, so I thought I would let you know what I've been thinking. Honestly, I hated this past episode. I nearly stopped it at 13 minutes in because they were just screaming. Nothing made sense at all. Cosmic tsunami waves that would destroy the universe. Even for DBZ, that is just a ridiculous idea. How does anything traveling through space just get stronger as it goes? And I googled it just to make sure, and I found out that Goku and Beerus were fighting roughly 60 miles above the Earth's surface. So apparently Vegeta can watch in detail things that are occurring 60 miles away. I realize they're just trying to make him look cool, but it crosses suspension of disbelief at this point. Everybody in Bulma's ship is still helplessly complaining about how faulty it is when they're all capable of flying that thing around with everybody in it. And what made zero sense to me... Was that Supreme Kai was like, you guys have to listen to me, but he didn't even give a reason why. He gave up on convincing Goku before even mentioning that the universe is falling apart. These are all just little things, I realize that. But it, makes, it just makes me wonder how they could possibly rein in future sagas at this point. I've been watching the anime Bleach recently, and it just amazes me how much more enjoyable that show is purely from the fact that stuff actually happens, and it involves more than one protagonist, and villain for that matter. Sorry I ranted a bit in this email, but I just wanted to quit this episode so bad. I'm sticking through it just to hope it gets better and because I want to support the podcast. And a little bit because I feel obligated to watch this as a childhood fan of DBZ. Hope all is well. Andrew, things all is well. (laughs) And thanks again, obviously, for sharing your, uh, your thoughts here. And I appreciate that you always keep it very honest about your feelings about things and I mean I can't I can't disagree with any of that. I mean these are all things that I've kind of touched upon over the episodes. You just kind of really summed it all up. Um that episode did have a lot of screaming in it. The whole um shockwave thing was a little bit weird. Yes, obviously the fact that Vegeta can see so far in the outer space is kind of weird. He's never been able to do that before. I was hoping that maybe there was some kind of explanation as to why he's able to do that now, but I don't think we're going to get that. Um, And yeah, they probably were just trying to make him look cool. (laughs) I thought it's very, yeah, and that's a good point. It's very funny how, you know, they're all complaining about that ship being faulty when Gohan or probably even Goten could just like hop out of that thing and carry the entire ship and hold it in midair (laughs) so they can watch the fight i mean they're all way strong enough now at this point to do that so yeah i know it you know it's just it's very tough because uh i think even for the the for akira toriyama and the writers of this series you know they decided they were going to come back after all these years right and recontinue this thing and just as it's taking us a little while to kind of get reused to this thing and the show to sort of find its footing with us. Uh, I think they probably had the same thing, you know, the same problem. They're probably still trying to, because everyone is saying that it gets so much better after this. Right. So it's almost like they're trying to find their way back into a good place too. um, Which I hope so. And I can't be mad at them if they're doing that. And I just I'm definitely going to stick with I mean, I'm going to stick with this until it ends because I'm just that big of a fan. Um, But I think you mentioned before that you would never, you know, Dragon Ball Z was never your favorite thing. Um, So I can understand why you would have a hard time kind of sticking with it and getting frustrated. (laughs) I'm frustrated, too, man. A lot of us are. But the hopes uh, of it getting better at some point or worth it for me. So I'm going to stick with it. Um, but no, I, I totally agree. And I understand your frustrations, uh, but try to hang in there, Andrew, because we, there's lots of reason right now for us to believe that things will get better. So uh, hopefully, hopefully they do. And they do really soon, like really, really soon uh, for the sake of the show, because I mentioned her, as I mentioned earlier, you know, I don't, it just doesn't seem like the show's, Doing that. Well, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people watching it. I mean, I, I don't know anyone personally that watches Dragon Ball Super. Now, when I say personally, obviously, I mean, in my own, my immediate life, um, you know, other than you guys, my listeners and the people I come across on the Internet. And that's a little weird. That's a little weird. Doesn't mean people are not watching it, but I just haven't come across anyone else yet. I think a lot of people just don't know about it, um, but we have to get the word out because the last thing we want to happen here is just to somehow get canceled or delayed or moved to online only or something like that. So uh, we can start by making sure we watch it when it comes on, you know, DVR, it, make sure you watch it within a certain amount of time because they they check all of that. If you don't have to pirate the episode, don't do it. I know that most of you who are watching in Japanese kind of have to do that in a way. Or you have to find you have to go to Crunchyroll or someplace like that to watch it, which I understand that. But let's try to support the English version, too, because I I would hate to see something happen to it. Right. Uh, Because even though it's not the greatest right now, I I, am still super excited and I was super bummed out when it didn't come on last week. And it not coming on tonight pissed me off. <laughs> t- I mean, I don't know what this episode would have sounded like had that episode, had it not had they not put that episode up when they did. I probably would have ranted on here for 30 minutes about it. But I'm glad I wasn't able to do that because my stress level was already high enough. But anyway, uh, Andrew, thank you for your email. If you would like to send me an email, send me an email at uh, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that about does it for this episode, guys. I just want to remind you about everything here. Uh, facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast send me an email facebook.com slash timbridgewatergeek youtube.com slash timbridgewatergeek trying to expand all of my geek projects here um, so any support you guys can give toward that I will 2000% I appreciate it um, so leave me some reviews and stuff like that make sure you subscribe go check it out it's all free entertainment uh, leave me some comments if you're enjoying what you see and hear so uh Until next time, guys, uh, we'll see what happens because right now we're kind of a week behind. And I can only hope that um, next week there will be an episode uh, or maybe who knows, maybe they'll post episode 14 tomorrow online or something to try to catch up. I guess we'll see if anyone has any ideas of what's going on. Make sure you let me know. Uh, In the meantime, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. So until next time for Rock the Dragon podcast, I'm Tim Bridgewater.